0: Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 24 of The Way of Jesus. Today's discussion begins with a short review of Jesus' spiritual kingdom, and then introduces a new phase of this kingdom, and what its spiritual rebirth means for our future. If you like this podcast and find it helpful, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. A complete listing of all episodes with their links and transcripts may be found at thewayofjesus.us. In the last episode, I outlined some of the major choices we face in the great modern struggle between the forces of spiritual religion and materialistic secularism. These include the existence of God, The freedom of the individual, the doing of God's will, living life religiously and by faith, and living life in obedience to a God-ordained morality. The religion of Jesus and all genuine spiritual religions affirm the truth of these values and the importance of living them. Committed secularists deny them and insists that life be lived in accordance with their secular precepts and mandates. All these spiritual ideas and ideals of religion are crucially important, but the most fundamental one is the choice to do the Father's will. It is this choice to exalt the Father's will above our own personal will that most clearly separates the followers of Jesus and true religion from the non-religious and the followers of godless secularism. Jesus instructed his followers to seek first the kingdom of God. What is this kingdom of God that Jesus instructed us to put first in our lives? He answered this question and clearly identified the kingdom of God In the prayer he taught his disciples, Your kingdom come, your will be done. Thus we see that Jesus taught that the kingdom of God is the will of God. It is the Father's will, dominant and transcendent in the heart of the believer. Where God's will reigns, there is the kingdom of God. He emphasized the fundamental importance of choosing and doing God's will when he cautioned his apostles that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but rather he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. This decision to forsake the secular life and in faith dedicate ourselves to the doing of the Father's will, is wholly a personal and spiritual choice. Thus it is apparent that the kingdom of Jesus' teachings is not an outer material kingdom or an outward social organization. Rather, it is an inner spiritual dominion existing within the heart of each individual believer. Jesus made clear the inner spiritual nature of the kingdom, when he was asked when the kingdom would come. He replied, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Lo, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. When we in faith choose to enthrone God in our hearts, and dedicate our will to the doing of our Father's will, we are thereby translated into this spiritual kingdom. Thus, it becomes clear that the great conflict we face in the 21st century after Christ between the teachings of Jesus and true religion and secularism is at its core a spiritual conflict. Ultimately, it comes down to an interpersonal decision to serve God and do His will, or to serve self and the secular ways that presently dominate our world. Jesus, in His gospel teachings, emphasized the primary importance of choosing the Father's spiritual will over our personal self-will, as in the prayer He prayed in Gethsemane, Not my will, but yours be done. This is a spiritual choice and when we execute it, we are participating in the spiritual kingdom of God. However, it is important to realize that we can also distinguish a second phase of this inner spiritual kingdom. The initial phase of the spiritual kingdom consists of the personal and inner experience of the communion of the individual believer with God the Father. This phase is the spiritual ideal of individual righteousness and the concept of man's divine fellowship with God. It is the idea and ideal of the establishment of the kingdom in the hearts of men by the Spirit's domination and guidance of the individual believer. Jesus referred to this phase of the kingdom when he proclaimed, the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus taught that the coming of this kingdom is a gradual development, like the leaven in the dough or the growing of the mustard seed. We may also recognize a second phase of the spiritual kingdom. Phase two is the enlarging brotherhood Of Kingdom believers. This Jesus Brotherhood is the sum of those individuals who have confessed their faith in the Fatherhood of God, thereby declaring their wholehearted dedication to the doing of the will of God, thus becoming members of the spiritual Brotherhood of Man. As more and more individuals come to believe Jesus' gospel that we are all children of God and choose to do their Father's will, the kingdom expands. In this way, Jesus' brotherhood of kingdom believers comes into being and grows with each new individual and faithful decision to seek and do the Father's will. Thus, it should be clearly realized that that Jesus' brotherhood of believers is not an institutional, social organization. It is an invisible and spiritual brotherhood. As we observe these two phases of the kingdom, it is clear that they go together. Phase one, the divine kingdom in the heart of the individual believer, naturally brings into being phase two the sum of those believers in whom God's will reigns, the expanding spiritual brotherhood of the kingdom of God. Phase two is a spiritual brotherhood, but it brings with it outward social repercussions that necessarily follow in its wake. These social aspects of the spiritual brotherhood are the enhanced morals, and quickened ethics, resulting from the reign of God's Spirit in the hearts of individual believers. Jesus taught taught not only that God is our Father, but also that we are all brothers and sisters. We are all part of one heavenly family with one Father and many siblings. We are commanded to treat our brethren as we would have them treat us, and to love them as we love ourselves. Our interpersonal fellowship with God directly manifests itself as outward and loving service of our brothers and sisters in the flesh. Religion is first an inner or personal adjustment, and then it becomes a matter of outward social service and group adjustment. It is this second phase of Jesus' inner kingdom that is our great hope for the future. Most true followers of Jesus are presently slumbering within the cocoon of Christianity. They are relatively passive and inactive amid the growth of secularism and evil in our world. The spiritual rebirth... The spiritual reawakening of this slumbering Jesus brotherhood of believers will supply new religious teachers who will awaken and turn our world back to Jesus and to his actual teachings. They will also provide the leadership and inspiration to build a new and transformed human society that truly practices the principles of the gospel of the kingdom. The spiritual rebirth of this Jesus Brotherhood of the Kingdom has already begun. It will grow in the trying times ahead, spurred on by the great challenges we face, by the growth in evil and the coercive power of materialistic secularism. It will one day reach a critical mass and bring about the spiritual transformation of our world the glorious new age of improved human relations and advancing spiritual attainments. The religion of Jesus will come to rule our world. This concludes episode 24. Episode 25 will discuss the difficult times in which we live, a time of great threat and great opportunity. It will reinforce the fact that such times of great testing and threatened defeat are always times of great revelation. It will also provide an outline of how we should conduct ourselves in such testing times. My book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus, is available from Amazon.com. This book collects all the true biblical verses dealing with Jesus and presents them in chronological order. In this way, it provides a clear understanding of the Master's life and teachings. It also includes many helpful and explanatory footnotes. An index of all Jesus' words so the reader can easily find what Jesus said about any topic plus a page listing of all Jesus' parables, miracles, and his philosophy of living. There you can also order the abridged audiobook and the e-book edition. The book is also available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, may God be with you.